All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. If you're one of those unlucky people who has thrown their back out, well, you know that sinking feeling that comes after, I don't know, picking something up the wrong way, or getting bumped the wrong way during a sporting event, or reaching into a deep drawer, or way up onto a high shelf, and suddenly feeling a twinge of pain surging through your muscles around your lower spine. Now, if you take a look at an anatomy chart, you will see that there is a large and complex group of muscles all working together to support your lower back. These muscles help hold your body upright and allow the trunk of your body to move and twist and bend in many directions. Specifically, the three back muscles that help your spine function are number one, the extensor muscles, number two, the flexor muscles, and number three, the oblique muscles. Let's look at each one of those, starting with the extensor muscles. These are attached to the back of the spine and help us stand and lift things. The extensors include a large pair of muscles in the lower back called erector spinae, which hold up the spine and the gluteal muscles. Then there's the flexor muscles. These are attached to the front of the spine and enable flexion of the spine, bending forward, lifting, and arching of the lower back. And then there's the oblique muscles, and these muscles are attached to the sides of the spine and help you rotate the spine and also do most of the work to help you maintain proper posture. Spine, hip, and shoulder flexibility also play a role in allowing the lower back to move through a proper range of motion, but to avoid injury, it is crucial to have proper strength in the lower back. The lower back becomes stronger when it's forced to extend against resistance, and there are several movements that allow this extension to happen. But before we get into that, let's talk about the all-too-common issue of lower back pain starting with what causes it. Now, if you want an excellent overview of what causes lower back pain in the general population, I'd encourage you to read a quick and dirty tips article by the former house call doctor called What Causes Back Pain? Now, among us fit folks in particular, lower back pain most commonly occurs as a result of the following. Picking up a heavy weight off the floor and setting it down haphazardly, bending from the back rather than from the hips and the knees, performing a high amount of impact-based movement before the body has warmed up or before the body is fit enough to absorb the impact, slouching in front of a desk or a computer for many hours a day and then transferring some of that slouching body geometry to your workouts, or exercising on equipment that is not the correct size or properly set up for your body. 
Whether it's a bicycle or a weight training machine, one of the most common errors is improper seat height. And for more information on seat height, you can check out the article called How to Use Weightlifting Machines. And don't worry, I'll link to all these articles in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. All right, so if you already have some lower back pain, what exercises should you avoid? Well, let's start here. Research shows that lying down longer than a day or two, well, it isn't helpful for relieving back pain. In fact, people can recover more quickly from a back injury without any bed rest at all. Even after some back surgeries, the sooner you start to get moving, in particular walking, the faster you are likely to improve. Also, a systematic review of the effects of exercise and physical health on non-specific chronic lower back pain, that's the name of the study, indicated that exercise can increase the blood flow to the lower back area, which may reduce stiffness and speed up the healing process. But while walking and some other aerobic exercise is helpful movement, avoiding going too fast and too hard is a good idea, and you may also want to avoid any exercise where you hold a free weight out and away from your body. Now, common exercises that fall into this category are side raises, front raises, back bends, side bends, and dumbbell overhead presses. You may also want to avoid any exercise that involves repetitive bending at the waist, such as crunches, lower back extensions, squats, or deadlifts. And you may also want to avoid any exercise that actually feels painful. <laughs> Even if I didn't already mention it on this list, if an exercise hurts, don't do it. And here's an important point. Because there are many different types of lower back injuries, always listen to your body. Any exercise that feels okay for some people with lower back pain may be extremely painful for others. So listen to your body, not the guru on the internet, or even me. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in-depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. 
So all your health insights are available, well, wherever you are. And the scale takes up to eight different users, which is something I really like about FitTrack because, well, I don't live alone and it's really nice to have those insights available to everybody in the house. Now, I like to track my muscle mass, but my partner has an eye on her hydration levels. So whatever you want to focus on, FitTrack can help you do it. So stop measuring just your weight and start measuring your health with FitTrack. Go to getfittrack.com slash fit to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. If you go to G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K, that's getfittrack.com slash fit, and you will save 50% plus an additional 10% off your order. So don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer and go to getfittrack.com slash fit. Okay, now it's time to get into some ways that you can strengthen your lower back and potentially avoid lower back pain altogether. Again, do not do these exercises if you already have lower back pain and stop immediately if they cause any lower back pain at all. Now, I will not give you specific reps or sets for these exercises because the old issue of too much too soon is definitely a possibility here. As always, if you are doing these exercises for the first time or for the first time in a while, err on the side of doing too few. I would rather that you quote unquote waste a workout doing too few reps with too light a weight than overdoing it and hurting yourself. Okay? All right, let's start with back extensions. Now you can use a machine, a yoga ball, or exercise ball that can support your weight for this one. Be careful not to hyperextend during this exercise. For added resistance, you can hold a weight against your chest or on the back of your head. Now to do this exercise, you get onto the machine or the ball face down. Then flex downward at the waist until you're at approximately 90 degrees. Then reverse that movement and extend until your torso is straight. And the next exercise is standing rotations. Now you can start doing these with just your own body weight, then gradually move up to doing them with a hockey stick or a broom handle across your shoulders, and then eventually pull on some resistance bands to really work your lower back and abdominal muscles. Now to do this exercise, start in a standing position and rotate your torso, upper body and shoulders from one side to the other. Make sure you squeeze your obliques and abdominals as you reach the end of the rotation. And for bonus points, you can pause briefly at the terminal aspect of each repetition so you aren't just relying on momentum to keep you going back and forth. The next exercise is called Saxon Bends. Use a light set of dumbbells for this side bending strength exercise and remember to only move through a comfortable range of motion. Now to do this exercise, you hold a pair of lightweight dumbbells over your head with your elbows slightly bent. Make sure you keep your back straight and only bend directly to the side as far as possible without twisting or rotating your upper body. Pause and then return to an upright position before you bend to the other side. And the next exercise is hip bridges. Now the main target muscle in the hip bridge is the erector spini, which I mentioned earlier, as a muscle that's responsible for supporting your spine. So it's an important one. 
Now to do this exercise, start laying on your back with your knees bent and your arms by your hips and your feet about hip width apart with your heels up close to your buttocks. Then push up through your heels and lift your hips off the ground while contracting your glutes. Now at the top of the movement, you want to create a nice straight diagonal line from your shoulders all the way up to your knees. Then pause in that diagonal position and then lower yourself back down slowly. And the final exercise is dumbbell deadlifts. Now these can be performed with one arm, both arms, dumbbells, or barbells, and are a highly functional low back strengthening exercise. And to do this exercise, stand with your feet hip width apart, holding dumbbells or something else heavy in front of your hips with your palms facing towards your thighs. Then squeeze your shoulder blades together, inhale and hinge forward at the hips and then the knees as you lower the dumbbells down and along the front of your legs. Make sure you pause when your torso is nearly parallel to the ground. Then exhale and drive through your midfoot and return to the standing position. Now here's an important point. During this entire movement, it is important to maintain a neutral or straight spine and also keep the weight close to your body throughout the whole movement. Now, by taking care and strengthening your lower back, you will hopefully avoid tweaking it or throwing it out. And aside from staying injury and pain-free, a strong back will serve you well in many ways in your athletic and day-to-day -day life. And although I addressed what to do when your lower back is injured, please do not consider this to be medical advice. If you have acute or chronic back pain, you should always follow your physician's recommendations. However, if your doctor tells you to simply rest for two or four weeks, I'd encourage you to specifically ask them for alternatives to that perhaps outdated prescription, if you know what I mean. All right, that's it for this week, but don't forget to tune in next week because I have a special guest, and she is a supermodel who knows a thing or two about fitness. Her name is Jill DeJong, and she is going to talk to us about motivation and whether we need it or not, so you won't want to miss that one. And another thing you might not want to miss is a new podcast that I have started with the nutrition diva, Monica Reinagel. It's a show called Change Academy. And in that podcast, Monica and I help you learn how to create a healthy mindset and sustainable habits and a lifestyle that you love and that loves you back. So you can find that at changeacademypodcast.com if that sounds good to you. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong. I'm the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Get out there and strengthen that back. <laughs>